Backbone Takeover. My name is Nick Brown for Andy Brown for Andy Brown Town, the 14th Reason, the Silver Surfer Top Deck. I'll be your host, I'll be your guide over this next hour. And joining me is the man to my right, the oh so glorious one, Mr. Silky Cream Cheese Smooth himself, Nathan Custison. Nathan, how you doing? How you going, Warrior God? That's your name for the day. You know why? Why is that, buddy? Because you're a hero. You know why you're a hero? Because Enrique Iglesias said a song called Hero. Not just that, but yeah. um, the people, Nick, the listeners, the people want to know. What do they want to know? As do I want to know. Yep. We've been building to the crescendo, Nick. Oh, no. The pointy end of the season. The time when talk doesn't matter anymore. You walk out into the middle, you hit the runs, you put the team on your shoulders, Nick. Yep. You've been a hero all year. I have. Absolute hero. Talk to me. How'd you go yesterday? <sighs> Cricketing final. Going up against a top team. Yes. Grudge match. This is so exciting. Even though I, I hadn't played this thing before. <laughs> no one really cared. Yeah. Win the toss? Yes. What do you do when you win the toss? Generally, you bat. Well, our captain's a fuckhead because we chose to bowl. He bowled first in a final. <laughs> he backed. Yeah. First rule broken straight away. He backed our bowlers in. Now, on the board, that's man. great for the yeah. captain. Yeah. I'm not a bowler. I did oh, not no. back our bowlers in. <laughs> <laughs> About four overs in. Stronger batting team, aren't you? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I oh. don't know what we are anymore. Four overs in, and they're about none for 30. They're absolutely tonking us everywhere, and I'm thinking, we're going to get fucked on here. Mm. We get one of them out. Oh, good. And the other player who's like, they're really good batsman. Comes in. Ed- yeah, he edges one at- on about 20, oh. and I'm talking like the biggest lollipop you ever have in your life. Oh, so we caught it. Dropped by someone. Not you. Not me. Not me. Uh, he dropped him on 20. He made 91. Oh, God. Okay, so I'm assuming he went on with it, obviously. 91. What did they make? 222. (laughs) They fucking... In 40 They fucking carved us. They absolutely killed us. And um, look, from from there... Can I guess from there? Yeah, just have a guess. Okay, so... (laughs) 220, was it a small ground or was it a fast It was a fast fastish ground? ground, but it was, wasn't particularly small. So can I guess just the number? You got to tell me like hot, higher or lower, like close enough. Did you get within 40 runs? We got within 40 runs. Fuck. Which means we may have won. You might have oh, Okay, fuck. Okay, so 40 runs, that's about 185 to 225. Holy yep. shit. So you got 185. You're kidding me. You got 100. Okay, so, did you get... Hang, hang on, hang on, hang on, Nathan. Let me, let me oh, keep sorry. going. Yeah, go. Yes, yes. So we all our, batting, all our batting was relying on basically one guy, one of our Hamels. We only had one Hamel. Hamel. He was um, the guy who dropped the catch on 20, uh, went out for a duck. Yeah, great job. Great day at the office, buddy. Mm. <laughs> Fucking one of our owners. No, I, I can't name names. Okay. They know who they are. Yeah. They, none of them listen, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> but they know who they are. And Don't want to get Facebook barrage. Ha- it was fucking hilarious. Ha- um, Hamill, one of our good batter, hit yeah. a six. It looked like it was just on the line, Ooh. and we were all just shouting, "Put him up for six. The umpire puts him up, and the- one of the fielders like, "Don't just put him up because you fu- they're fucking telling oh, him to put him up." Controversy. Well, our next ball, he hit him ten rows back, <laughs> was, and we're like, "Put him up, <laughs> put him up." Uh, and then he went out, and it was fucking. Oh no! Yeah, he went out for like 30, 30 something, and um, yeah, it was all downhill from there. By the time I got in, we needed about nine and over. And how'd you go? Well, Nathan, what's, what's six times six? Uh, 36. Plus 15. 51. Minus 50. So you got one. No, I got one. <laughs> <laughs> I, was so, I, thought he's, I thought he's got a half century. He led the team no. home. No, 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 Chad. Oh. We, we, we were just done. By yeah. the time, once our Hamill and once one of our other decent battle went out, we made exactly 185. 
Um, Jeez, that's not bad though. Yeah, like we, but we were never in it. Like but we kind of. Yeah, it was dis- disappointing. Um, if that catch was taken, I'm, I'm not just saying we would have won, but I think we would have won if that catch yeah. was taken. It just the guy hits ninety, like, and he was probably the rock the, the whole inning. So everyone else at yeah. the other end could just do what they he wanted. He hit ninety in about twenty five overs. Like he fucking he was moving it. He oh, was moving it along. Jesus Christ. Uh, that being said, Nathan, it's all right. Nothing about sport. We're talking music. We're back. You know what music we, we should talk about? Go on. A gig we're playing in a couple of weeks. Nick. Don't we? We have to. We have to talk this up. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, for how many years have we done the show? Too many. How many episodes, Nick? Too many. We're going to go. <laughs> one hundred and twenty-eight. We've done. I think we've done a lot more than that. But yeah, it's okay. One hundred and sixty-eight. Yep. We'll go. Yep. One hundred and sixty-eight episodes. Okay. What is the um? What have, what have we done on the show, Nick? What have we talked about? What, what what's the what's the the like the gauge of the show? The, Where are we at? What the are we first doing? fifty episodes was us mercilessly bagging our pants. <laughs> Going to gigs? I don't want anyone to listen to those first 50 episodes. No? There could be shit pulled up on us that we could never take back. Yeah, on, on the archives there. So anyone that's been there since the start. So this is your chance, Nick. Yep. Anything that we've said. About any any about band. Any, any band. Any band. Any human. Any meme lord. Any wanker of the week. Oh, there's been plenty. There's been heaps. There's been plenty. There's been tears. I said, been jeers. I Instagram um, DM'd Sam Carter asking him if he wants to come to the show. Has not yet come back to me, but we never know. We've got weeks. We've got a couple of weeks. Exactly. We've got plenty of time. Two weeks till the show, March 20. We're not going to undersell this shit. We need you there, Nick, because why, more importantly than anything, are we going to this gig? We're going to this gig to celebrate what we did on the weekend, their 100th episode. Yes. Got to 100. How did they do it? By well, saying that, we're very can, yeah, so, uh, get, get lagging, boys. I don't know how many episodes we've done yet, but like, <laughs> I, I can't count. Uh, but yeah, gr- great job for them. They're yes. timing it out perfectly. Where they're doing a live podcast, we will be there. The Anti Vinyl Vinyl Club will be there. Yes, I think Jurassic Park will be there. So I know that's a bit of a deterrent, but please come anyway. Um, they're not playing music, so that's no, great. that's great. Like, extra, that, that's extra <laughs> perks to come, Nick. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure there'll be other guests yes. on there, and then there'll be a band. Some heard Trouble. Who yes, who's going to be playing? I knew you were Trouble when you walked in. What songs? That and who's uh, that by? Absolutely no idea. Taylor Swift. Taylor trouble. Swift. Come sorry. On. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You Come got me. on. Taylor's a good. How skill. old are we? We should know that song. Great vocalist. Oh, phenomenal. great artist. Thank generation to Hollywood. Generational. Did she move to acting? What? She should do whatever she, she wants. Tay Tay Tay's the best. Um, that's what I call her. Tay Tay. Tay Um, anyway, and then we're playing. Um, we are our old band from five years ago. Yes. We play a show. Shows. Um, we've been we've actually been practicing we have. a lot more than I thought we would. Mm. So this is good. We actually might be half decent. It's like World Series cricket. Nikki. Well, it's like remember that promo. Ad? My uh, our lives are on the line. Our, they are. our livelihoods. This show's on the line. If we rock up and we suck. It doesn't really matter because we've, no. well, we've said we sucked for the last four years. Very how long we've been doing this. So if, if it comes out where we do suck, mm. it's like oh well, they've, they've said it. But if we come out and we're any decent, we've kind of we've set the bar so low yeah, that we, we've got a big we chance of ex- uh, we're going to exceeding expectations because there's no expectations. Absolutely, and we're going to bring up special guests um, for guest vocals. Yeah, a couple um, of cool guesties. Nick. Very cool mm. guesties. Um, might even have a cover in there just because <laughs> yeah, we talked about covers in the past and we just like going back on our own word. It's take all, the it's piss out of these things, Nick. and nobody knows any of our own songs. So why would we want to do that? March 20. March 20. Uh, well, I'll, Stay leave, gold. I'll leave a link in the uh, description Episode. of this pod. Yep. Eventbrite. Go buy yourself a ticket. Yep. Also, Mutiny Afterwards. Yes. I'm, I'm just guaranteeing that we're going to be doing some sort of DJ, DJ set. set. I can't wait to play Johnny Cash's Hurt. The hev- people want heavy. That's the heaviest song of all time, Nathan. May have heard the um, a little rendition of the set the other night, Nick. I'm not going to confirm with the night if it's great, if it's the <laughs> best thing of all time, if it's horrible, but... You have to come on the night. Honestly, just be there. It's going to be great. It's going to be great fun. Also, there's going to be fantastic things to talk about during the oh, pod. God like yeah. this next thing, Nathan. I have, next thing. I have finally come up with a new 
million dollar idea. Finally, we've gone a bit blank on these. Well, we? yeah, look, Nathan, how many millions of dollars can we make before we start going blank? It's almost unfair. That's true. And yeah. we don't want to give our secret herbs and spices to everybody, but I'm happy to give this one out. Yes. Because, you know, the public need to know. I actually, do. I messaged a couple of people about this and they all thought it was fantastic. So if they said it's great, it's great. Nathan, I'm a fan. you run a label, right? Yeah. Well, name, name a label. Anyway. Uh, we'll go Grayscale. Grayscale Records. Yep. Perfect, yep. perfect choice. And you get yourself and you're like, I want to sign a new band. But oh, okay. I want to. I have a few bands that I'm interested in. Mm. I'll say five. Five, okay. Right? And I'll just name five off the top of my head. Sorry. Unsigned bands, of oh, course. Oh, unsigned, yes. So we'll go Starve. Starve. Anticline. Anticline. Loon. Loon. Wake the Blind. Wake the Blind. Some other fifth band. Mirrors. Mirrors. There you go. Mirrors on the wall. Here I am again. Friday Night Rise Show, they played. Flow. You were my only friend. What song mm. is that? I don't know. That's a sound of really good. It's a nice melody. Fuck, I know that song. Anyway, but who cares? Five <laughs> of the bands, yes. You got five of the bands. You're like, yes. how? Like, we want to sign one of them. Ooh. Well, why don't okay. you get them all together mm. and you have an athletics competition? It's like a like a battle amazing, of the bands, battle, proper thing. Battle of the bands. Win the contract. And you film it all, put them on YouTube. Votes. And, uh, what this math series has taught me is that people who bag out trash TV love trash TV if something involved with them is is a part of it exactly you film it all you split it into like a five part five series. parts you do like absolute like comical commentary in the background you have all these kind of references that only people in the scene will know thank god the soundtrack of it are the bands themselves there so they, if they don't win these athletic competitions then they can still get they can still get a plug they get you know wear anticline from Ballarat I'm gonna say yeah, yeah Ballarat area and then they do like a little bit of a thing on like on them before they participate in all the events and then the last event oh no is the 100 meter two step, Nathan? You got one member from each bed two stepping their way to victory with a with a contract at the end. No egg and, and the, spoon race. And the winning band signs the contract on the episode. They drop an they drop a song that night or whatever, whenever it's aired or whatever. And all of a sudden, we They're get signed. huge traction. Huge traction. Is this not the best idea ever? YouTube series, Nick. Let's do Absolutely. it. Absolutely. As if people, we do have a you want to invest in something. Mm. You, people want to invest in something. And why wouldn't you want to do like a five part series? Where where people are like shit, I want this band to get signed. That band, everyone gets promoted. Yep. No one looks bad in this situation. No. We're not going to sixty minute anybody. Actually, I'd say me. I'm not doing anything. I'll be commentator. Now even we can be commentators. Co commentators. Yeah? Absolutely. Yeah. We can just comment. We can be like, um, I don't know who's a fucking member from one of the bands. Geordie, long hair beauty. Like, yeah. Beard warrior. warrior. Beard warrior. So I always get the fucking nicknames. Beard warrior. We can make fun of him the whole time. Be great. Mm. That'd be awesome. Now even what do you think? I'm just thinking now, like in the actual events for the bands, will we have like a mosh section? So like each member of the mosh band Olympics, baby. has to do a proper mosh. We're going to be the judges, only us. <laughs> we might get a couple of people that are actually mosh extraordinaires themselves. Maybe the long hair beauty. Another shout out to one of the Wait, beloveds. Why don't we just grab like random people and like he's a mosh Co expert? We'll get three people from randomly. Just and so he's Jerry from Subway. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. So that's one episode all about the moshing and the techniques from all the boys in the bands. Then another night, I don't know. I don't know what that's we can do, but all the, um, there's so many fucking ideas in it. I'm telling you right now. Nate, this is great. I put it YouTube to, series. I put it to, I put it to Ash. Done. And guess what he said? What did he say? And he said it's pretty shit. But yeah. I, no, he actually didn't mind the idea. Didn't mind it. I don't think he'd go ahead with it, but I'm, I'm, I'm putting it out there. Get, get, the get right it for label. Grayscale. Call mm. it the Grayscale Games. Mm. Easiest way to go. You promote it, do it once a year. Everyone gets around it for one time a year. Mm. It'd be fucking great. Be great. I reckon it'd be awesome. You can do redemption stories the following year. Mm. Oh, no. Starve didn't win it because Geordie fucked up his two-step at the end. He, yeah. did, he did an illegal two-step. And he tripped yeah. over doing it. Absolutely. Yeah. Trips over. And, he's like, and the next year, he's still got like a bandage on his nose. And he's like, Fuck, mm. I just got to win that contract for the boys. Mm. For the boys. Mm. There you go. Do they have to get a tattoo for winning too? So yeah. Like part of it? No, you so get a tattoo if you lose. Oh, okay. 
I was just thinking, <laughs> Only the losers get tattoos. Like we can get sponsors, like a tattoo, like company to actually yeah, sponsor the good. event, and they could like be tattooed from that I'm place at the end of it. Now I just thought it was like a promo there. Sponsored I, by some vodka as well. we'll get vodka, Grey Goose, Grey Goose, just, just sponsoring not, um, us. What was the um, the beer company? Um, Colonial Brewing. Uh, just, no, if I don't I know what the fuck. You're sorry, about. yeah, sorry oh, to mention like, that. Yeah, you mention that name one more time, I'll knock you out on fucking stream. You know uh, what? What? What are they sponsored by? KFC. I just saw today. I don't. On the back of the, I could not believe. Have you ever seen one of the big like? It's always been Hungry Jacks or West Coast, but KFC are, like sponsoring an AFL team. Nothing What's going wrong, on there? Nothing wrong with that, mate. Wow. Everybody loves a bit of Kentucky Fried Chicken, except for me. I'm vegan. Shut up, um, Nathan. Let's move on. <laughs> Million dollar idea. Take that, anyone. I don't care what. I love it. Does it? Um, Architects. Let's talk about this quickly. Architects. Architects yes. Number one album in Australia. Australia. Yes. Congratulations, gang. Also UK. Also the UK. Everyone, round of applause. I saw a lot of people trying to justify this as making oh, no. uh, doing the classic like, well, if it's not a good album, why is it number one in the country? And I'm like, well, there you go. That's how music works, isn't it? I guess that that sums it up, doesn't it? Well, popularity. I think Triple J caught a hold of um animals back in the day and a few of the singles off it, so that probably prompted it up to get yeah, a few and more sales. Feature and album and all feature that. Feature album of the and week. Also, and- do we? Take a little. I don't want to. I don't want to sound mean. Okay. Do we take a little bit off it? But because what's it being? What's the comp- competition around it? During we the are work, in yeah. the twenty twenty one pandemic yeah. era still, yeah. technically, especially for overseas bands. Yes. Um. So like, do we? What else came out? What was it coming up against? Great, great, it beat, it great. It beat the greatest showman soundtrack. Did it? Uh, it's probably. It's always number fifteen. Fifteen. Yeah. Somewhere around that, the greatest showman soundtrack's always up there. Same with Bohemian Rhapsody. Bohemian like, Rhapsody. But it's like, yeah, you know, it'll be in there for one week. It's big effort, and I think it kind of leads to a, a little bit of a topic mm. of the difference oh. between your commercial and your critical. Oh, our uh, peak. Yes. Right. Peak. Everybody has a peak. Right. Yep. Uh, people. People in life have peaks, but at bands, they have two different types of peaks. They have a critical and a commercial one. In a perfect world, they are, they line up, and their best music is the of, one that sells the most. Absolutely, yes. and it's the one that gets them the most fans, and it's like awesome. This is great. I would case, argue though. that Architects is cri- critical peak, the yep. one that their you know their acclaimed albums, best way of putting it, was between 2014 and 2016. Yep, Lost Forever, All Gods. I love Daybreaker, but I'm not going to put it in that. Yep, um, that was their critical peak. Yep. Now, and we said this last week, they're not. They didn't slow down in terms of their growth, but they're a band who slowed down in terms of their quality. Yes. This album has obviously put them up a little bit more. Yes. And they're still growing as a band, which is really good. It is. is what you want. Even yep. if you are you know, putting out the greatest product, if you're getting more eyes on the product, then that's kind of a win-win. And a band who are nine albums deep or whatever the fuck they are. Yeah, they ruined my trivia question, those I know, bastards. Nine albums deep. Mm. It's like... Yeah, you got to do something. Like, what are you going to do for your fucking ninth album? It's pretty hard, isn't it? And that's exactly right. And with them changing their actual style, like it's gone from being the, the top of the range kind of bloody metalcore that they had with Lost Together and um, all gods to what it is now, which is like, it's a lot more kind of progressive rock style, really, like on this album. It's not really metalcore. Like, there's a few songs that are, but it's transitioning away from that, which opens up the audience to another like section of the audience. So mm. a lot of people now jumping on Triple J would be seeing this maybe for the first time as an Architects album thinking, this band's like not that heavy, but they're like the right kind of heavy for me. So it's a gateway kind of band, Nick. Like back in the day, you would have showed them all God, showed them Nihilus, and they would have fucking walked out the door and they would have been like, what the fuck is this band? But yeah. Now, Nick, a little bit more commercial media, especially very up and poppy kind of rendition. That that was played literally about three days in a row when I left work, Nick. Whack Triple J on driving out of the car park. Feature, al- feature album, baby. Wasn't that's even, what, that's wasn't what even, good. wasn't even the feature album Ooh. that week. I'm telling you, they've been playing this album for a while, but it's really good to see for Architects. And yeah, it'd be interesting to see what they actually play. I don't want to do, to do a festival again because... What's your view yeah. of Architects now? Um, mm. do, okay, so... We agree that Holy Hell isn't the greatest album. No. Definitely a step down. Yes. At least one from the previous two. Yes. And same with this one. Not as good as the other two. 
what if they come out with a new album next year? What's your expectation? Do you oh. expect anything from it? Do you expect a because like I don't, these last two albums aren't bad albums. No, they're not, they're not like they're an album not we might talk about later. Uh, but they're like five, six out of ten albums. They're just kind of bang average, smack in the middle. They're not neither great nor shit. The words forgetful, I reckon. Forgetful, yeah, that's a good way of putting yeah. it. Like if they come out of a new album, do we expect good stuff from them anymore, or do we just kind of hope that there's good stuff now? We'll probably lower the expectations a little yeah. bit because like really, it's been the same platform the last two albums, Nick. Like. It's been a couple of decent songs, and then the structure and the formats get bland on the album, and they get a bit boring. And on this album, they actually expanded and went really long. So mm. there was more music, more songs, and we didn't really need that. The features were quite good, so bringing on a few more features, they haven't really done that in the past, so that's actually a good sign. So like something that you brought up, Nick Brown, liking to get features on albums coming mm-hmm. forward. So that, that's, that's a good thing. So probably a couple of the best ones were feature songs. So... It'd be interesting to see what they do moving forward, what style it's going to be, if it's going to be this more rock and pop style that Bring Me's kind of implemented and perfected. But I don't know with Architects, because they're they're always going to be people in the background, just like with Bring Me, wanting them to be heavier. So it's a matter of if they ever return to their roots or if this is the new... Bring Me have broken that stigma in that sense. Like They still have people, but it's like they're still releasing good music, so it doesn't matter. That's the difference between what they did and um, what what Architects have done. Speaking of albums that we might talk, talk a little bit poorly of later, let's get to it. Oh, no. Okay, so A Day to Remember have released their latest album. It's called Your Wan- You're Welcome. I was going to say Your Wanker. You're Welcome. Is it Wanker the I'm sorry, I looked at you and I said... Oh, me? I said, yeah, wa- no. I said Wanker instead of Welcome. It's, it's a trait. I'm feeling it. Um, this album is... I don't know what to say. It's epic. I like This is the most <clears throat> incredible album of the year. Nathan, when was the last time a band missed this hard? When was the last time Ooh. a band, this is like, and you know, speaking of critical and commercial success, I would say that I don't remember a past both those points. Yeah, right? they're, they are. They're, they're definitely on the decline. Not necessarily like going down in fans, but they're stagnated if if not declining at this well, stage. Well, their peak felt like what separates me from you because they had yeah. a couple of songs I remember even on Jersey Shore at that stage. Yeah. Like at the end of the songs, I was like, wow, wait. Then they had Mate, Common Courtesy. Two greatest bands to get on Jersey Shore, LMFAO, a data remember. <laughs> <laughs> well, like you actually get the exposure from those kind of things. Yeah, but absolutely. Dude, I, just thinking back, I, I don't know. Amity, I probably had a little bit of a, like, what, what was the album with Ivy um, a couple of years ago? Uh, I don't know. Misery. Yeah, Misery. Then the, the Ocean, I mean, Let the Ocean Take Me. Yeah. That was, yeah. Actually, Let the Ocean Take Me was all right, wasn't it? Yeah, it was good. Yeah, it was, it was, it was I Bring the Weather With Me. Is that, yeah, that yeah, album, yeah, that, that album was a shit album. That disappointed me a lot. Probably a little, I had a little bit more expectation for that. It's probably the latest one I can think of, but this was... <sighs> so... Um. Uh, yeah. We're, so I and this is really fantastic because, like, there's critically it's getting panned. Um. Like I'm seeing like a. Fo- I saw Wall Sound gave a five point five, which in they never in, do that in real terms which is means good. like a two. Yeah. Um. <laughs> it's it's a really tough listen. It dude. is. This is really um. Even the fans. Like, I'm seeing people come out and they're like. Yeah, it's it's really good, or it's I, you know they're just doing something different. And again, it's the same thing of just because you're doing something different doesn't make mean doesn't it's mean good. it works. People have this thing of like if you do something different, we have to cut them all this, a bunch of slack. It's like it doesn't work like that. Music doesn't work like that. And just because they're trying something doesn't mean it's going to be good. This this album, and you said this on Friday, Nath, and I don't want to steal too many of your quotes, but um, you said that like this album was doomed from the start in terms of it was supposed to come out in what 2019? 2019. Um, you know, you it had songs like you know, let, let's think back. Good Things 2019. Yes. A Day to Remember played Resentment Degenerates. and Degenerates. Yep. Right, that are both on this album. Yep. 
that was 15 months ago. What's mm. 16 months ago? Like, yeah. how long ago were those released before then? Why are they on this album anymore? I, mean. I get they've postponed it and, like, things go wrong. Album artwork, which is shit, by the way, uh, was part of the reason to it. But it's like, I, I just don't get this. And um, Doom from the start, Doom from the opening track, because Brick Wall is, you know, it was one of the worst tracks of 2020. Um, Naif, what do you think of this album? What do you think of your welcome? I'm going to equate this, Nick, to something a little different. Okay. I'm going to bring you into the equation. I love Brown. me. I do love me. <laughs> so, my description for this album. So, me and Nick Brown, we've been to a gig. It's a sweaty gig. Nick's been in the mosh. He's absolutely parched. This is like on the way home from a gig from the city. We find we find the golden arches, Nick. Oh, we drive in. We drive in to the drive-through. Yeah. So, Nick, automatically, there's three things in life that Nick's a sucker for. Yep. What are they, Nick? McDonald's, Coke, heroin, Bloom. Bloom. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect, perfect trilogy there. So, Nick, we've ordered the um, we've ordered a nice Coke for Nick, a large Coke, of oh. course. Liquid heroin, as Nick describes yeah. it as. So, this is like getting. And what, then I, I have that with actual heroin. With actual it's heroin, like, it's it, like it's a rainbow. Chase the rainbow, bitch. Like, best one, true combo of all time, Nick Brown. But so we've ordered that. We've gone through the drive-through, we're going to pick it up. So, Nick, we give the um the the large Coke to Nick. Yep. Nick gets it, has the first sip, and it's Diet Coke. Oh, I hate that. It's happened before too. There is. It's kind of like that where you've actually you, you've got all these expectations. You're waiting for the tang, waiting for the taste, waiting for the spice of the nice juicy coke, and you got the diet coke, which just sucks. Like it's yeah. just not the same. And like with this, like this album, Nick, you're expecting so much from this album with the day to remember to do like what they've always done. Yeah. And there's nothing there, and it's just it's disappointing. Well, this is one of those things where it's not even because the expectations weren't high on this. No, we knew it was shit from the start, but. I've never, like, you know, because, like, a lot of the times we have albums that come out and we're like, you know, no expectations. And if the album's anywhere above a five, we're like, yeah, cool. Really exceeded my shit. Yes. This album, if it was anything above a three, I think I would have been pretty happy with it. If it had two or three good songs on mm. here, I would have been happy with it. This is this is the worst album of the year. This is upsetting that it's, it's this early in the year. It's so obvious. This will not be beaten for worst album of the year. Um, you know what worried me? What worried you? I didn't know at times if I was listening to Imagine Dragons <laughs> or Shine Down or A Day to Remember, Nick. And like, I can go listen to those other crappy bands if I want to listen to this style, Nick. I don't want to listen to A Day to Remember trying that. But yeah, go. I'm just like, I did a, um, like on the last weekly breakdown, I, yes. try, I tried to listen to this album, I heard. Um, a few of the songs at least. It's just like... You know, the one you know, people are going to go, what about that last chance to dance song? The one that's heavy. And you mentioned it again on Friday and you mm. were like, I was trying to pick like, who's the band that does this sound? And you went Gideon. And I was like, yeah, perfect. That's exactly it. Why, why listen to a day to remember to a really half-assed beatdown song when you can just listen to Gideon do a good beatdown song? Exactly. And it, it just kind of sums up this album. Um, Bloodsuckers. Literally horrible. It's a horrible song. Dude, the, the half this album, it's like, what's the redeeming? Do if we don't count resentment because it's been out for so long. Those four songs in a row. It's got, it's got to be the worst four in a row. Which, which ones are we talking? We're talking Bloodsucker into Last Chance to Dance into <laughs> FYM. I don't even know what the fuck that means. I don't even care what that means. But then High Diving is one of the worst <laughs> songs I've heard in my life, Nick. I listened to this on Friday twice at work. I always do the two listens in the morning at work for a new album. Yep. And this was oh, that been great. That would have been great for you. Atrocious Nick Brown. I, I, oh, God. On the second time around, you might pick up a few things, but this was garbage, Nick. Go. Jeremy. Hit me. It's just like Jeremy's vocals aren't as good as what they usually are. This people are Mexico. What people. the fuck's going on <laughs> I, there? I don't Nick? know what this is happening. This oh. is I like, and you know, I've seen people like, oh, you know, you can't shit on an album. You need to give constructive criticism. And I agree. Mm. Um, write better music. Is that constructive <laughs> enough for you? 
<laughs> fuck me. Well, there is this. It, it, some albums are so bad you can't. Like, there's. How long do you have? We could spend an hour talking about each song and why they suck. Yeah. There is not like. Is there a saving grace on here? Is there one song? Is there a half a song? Is there a decent song? Because like we mentioned a track on here, and I'm trying uh, on Friday. It was I can't even remember which one it was. Looks like hell. Looks like hell. Piano and we were kind of like, okay, this is a bit interesting. But is it a good song or is it just well, okay in the midst of a bunch of crap? Resentment and that were the only two, yeah. like r- reasonable tracks for me. Like actually walking away from it, but um. What do you think when you listen to it a day to remember album, Nick? What are you what are you expecting? What do you walk in thinking like what is- do they do well? What do they actually do well? See, day to remember, and like again, this is someone who defended bad vibes to yes. fucking death. Yes. Like I was very good I was very high on bad vibes. Yeah. Um A Day to Remember are great for catchy choruses. They're and great for breakdowns. Exactly. Those and they're two great things. for build breakdown build ups as well. They're cla- like they do the classic parkway drive build up and it's like, you know, it's it's tried and tested formula. It's worked forever. It will work in ten years' time. People will still be doing it. Yeah. And they all they usually achieve achieve it pretty well. Of course they do. But on, on this, like, we knew coming in. So we got the four four to five singles before it was released. <laughs> We went through each one individually. We critiqued it, which people can say like we're shitting on the album, but we talked about these singles when they came out. So we're not going to go back and rehash what we talked about. But you could tell from the start the actual process and the writing process that they actually had for these songs. And we're like, this isn't going to work. What are they doing? I said to you, like, I think it was the third single that came out. I'm like, they should just scrap this album and just either just go back to playing the classics. You thought they did. You thought they at one stage. I did. I was convinced (laughs) because we heard nothing for about eight months. I'm like, is this album coming out? What the fuck's going on? Because they actually titled it when they before they actually played it. Good things. We knew it was called Your Welcome. We knew it was coming out early 2020. (laughs) (laughs) It's 2021 and it's fucking March. It's like you kind of missed the boat, mate. Just go back and write something different. And like this music might have felt felt better last year when I was a little bit more depressed. But now I'm happy again, Nick. I don't want to listen to this ever again in my fucking life. This is horrible. So this this album nearly sent you back into a depression. It did. I felt like I was in lockdown <laughs> again. That's the best quote I've ever heard for yeah. an album ever. Mm. This album said, nearly sent me back into a deadly depression. Uh, yeah, I look... An album that was supposed to come out in 2019, mm. it would have sounded crap if it came out then. Yeah. But... Get, add on 16 months oh, I'm wow. so, I can't believe They sat on this For 16 That's months what I mean What the fuck Were you they doing You sit on an album And you go like yeah, How many times Would you They'd listen to it Over and over again And well, they still went Yeah this is Like this is I go back to our EP When we did it Back like 5-6 years ago yeah. I reckon we listened To that 20 times Absolutely. Before it actually came out yeah. like these guys must be doing the pre-production and Jeremy's producing. He would listen to those songs 30, 40 times each, mate. My God. I, I don't like, I hate saying the word objective because music is subjective. Yes, well, I haven't yes. said that in a couple of weeks. No, no. Um, but the idea of like, this is an objectively bad album. This isn't like, there's no other thing about this. This isn't an album like, you know, Burjo, when we did the pod with them, um, with the, what we did in the weekend boys at the start of the year, yep. we made predictions and his prediction was, I think there was going to be two to three or three to four good songs. Can't remember which one it was. I think we'll it was five. Five? I think it was up there. Okay, well, we'll go with one of those. He said I'm not gonna listening be, to that was going to be a few good songs <laughs> on this new album. And yep. I, I remember all of us going like, well, like, I fucking hope there is. Like if there's mm. not at least two to three or four, five good songs on there, then it's a bad album. There's not one. Like, I don't count resentment anymore. No, no, no. Resentment's 18 months old. <laughs> it's like architects putting doomsday exactly. on Exactly. It's the same yeah. thing. It's just, it's drowned on that's the spirit. It's the same kind of deal where, like, that's it's been Ishikari's out for so, so fucking long. I don't understand this anymore. Like, no. bands like A Day Remember, they've, mm. I don't know what they've done. I don't know what this is. It's odd, isn't it? And the, the ironic title of Your Welcome is so poetic <laughs> in, the, in the grand scheme <laughs> of things. Like, that is so, like, how every music publication hasn't come out and, like, gone, You're welcome. Like, fuck you. <laughs> like, God, it's, it's just ridiculous. Nothing is good. Or every like lyrical topic, it seems so 
bullshit. It's all like I still hate this town and all this crap mm. and like uh, like one's complaining about like the clothes that they're wearing and like I I don't get it. I don't get a day to remember anymore. I think this is the tipping point for me. Um, I defended Bad Vibes. I was very happy to defend Bad Vibes. I still will defend Bad Vibes. The title track's one of their best songs, uh, period. Um, I can't defend anything on this. I cannot no. defend a single fucking oh, song. I can't actually either. Anytime they have something decent that happens on this album, mm. they shoot themselves in the foot the five seconds later. They do it in the same track. They yeah. don't do it in the in like no. the next one. They do it in the same fucking track yep. and nothing works. Nothing works here. This is a hunk of ideas that have done by... I don't know what has happened. Yeah. I don't... Uh, this is... Uh, this is monumentally bad. It is. This is like I do not remember the last time an album came out that there was this bad. I don't know when we will get an album in the future that is this bad. We and if look, let's put a positive spin on this. Yes, right? we will remember this album in five years. We will. We will remember this album in ten. On my gravestone, it'll say Nick Brown died twenty twenty two. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. Will be on my. And I'll sing you welcome by The Rock oh, from Moana. That'll thank be the God. Album. And you go down. And it's like at least we'll remember this. Yeah. And look, if it's that's fun. if that's the best takeaway, I'm going to remember You're welcome far longer than I'm going to remember for those who wish to exist. Yep, that's fair. <laughs> so like, there's no yeah, way I'm going to. That's fair. I'm not remembering this Architects yep. album. I'm already sick of this Architects album. It's true. And like, there's almost a. It's so bad. It's good quality to this mm. a day to remember album, <laughs> but yet. It's, for it to be that, it needs to be a little bit more self-aware, and yeah. there's no, it's not self-aware at all. It thinks it's good, and that's the, uh, it's, it's just, there's so many issues with this fucking album, man. Well, there's different, there's a difference between trying something and actually executing. doing, yeah, executing that, and also if you're going to try something, you want to keep that formula kind of similar throughout the album. This is just, this doesn't even, from a flow perspective, from a trying perspective, it just misses everything, and it's very disappointing. But um, nah, we expected it coming great. in. I'd rather I would you, rather a terrible album than a than an average album. That's true. I I agree with that. You'd rather a, a, a shitty album that you're going to remember than a mediocre album that just gets panned like same, the architects. It's the same with any music. You release a single. I'd rather someone come out. If Corey it, motherfucking Taylor. If someone came out and said, "I hate this new single." I reckon that's a better response than me like forgetting yeah, it two average days later. Yeah. Like, because that's what's going to happen. I'll never listen to it again. Listen to it once. Eh, never listen again. That's yeah, what that's, happens. That's, that's, that's so true. You'd rather be actually here or there. So you'd rather be at the top where it's good or down the bottom where it's bad. You don't want to be in between because you don't go anywhere. You don't grow from that. Nick. The space between you and me or whatever. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Deadly Circus. There, there you go. That's the one. Um, Nathan, space on the time wall. for our pop your opinion. Oh, We're fuck. back, baby. Our pop your opinion will never go away. When it does, the show goes away. I'll never not have something to complain about. Just complain about one album, but I'm going to complain about something else, right? Um, Adam Levine. Adam Levine. Do you know Adam Levine, Nathan? Maroon 5 singer. Maroon 5 singer. Judge on one of the um, voice shows. Was it The Voice? Absolutely. So he's kind of been in a... Like he had a quote that came out, I don't know if it was this week or fucking years ago, and it was talking about how there's no real bands anymore. And it pissed off a lot of people, right? A lot of people got upset. Yeah. And like, I love some of the responses. Some of the responses were like, not a, no bands anymore. What about... Names off fucking 10 death metal bands. Oh. <laughs> it's like, I don't think... I, I think you're missing the point. Yeah, so. come on, go on. But the unpopular opinion is opinion is with like this com- comment and it's the same thing with the M- machine gun kelly thing that happened a while ago where yep. people take an isolated clip which is a part of a bigger conversation yep. and they will just like what they, how they like yeah exactly they'll, they'll make they'll bait. make yep. it whatever it may be yep. and like people go nuts on it because people don't want to read stuff and they don't want to actually listen to the interview or whatever they just want to they want to quote and then they want to make fun of the quote kind of thing 
in the grand scheme of things, Adam Levine's completely right. Yeah. Like, there, there really aren't any bands. when In his world, there's no there's fucking bands. None. I, no. t- I typed in, Nathan, go on. I typed in the uh, best rock bands of, uh, best band, sorry, of the 2010s. Yes. These are the bands that came up. Give me 10. Or oh, give me five. Coldplay came up. Coldplay. Well, yeah. they're, they're from the early 2000s. They are not really. a 2010s band no. re- re- when we're really thinking. Avenged Sevenfold. Uh, well, they were mid 2000s, <laughs> but they were really cooked by that. Lincoln Park. Well, they were. <laughs> They were late 90s, early 2000s was their peak. Tame Impala, which is a one-man band. Yeah, literally. It's Kevin Parker, and that's it. That's just his project. Elephant. So it's not really... A, yeah, what a fuck. Wiggles. We've got to talk about that. Yeah, we do. Uh, 30 Seconds to Mars. That was early 2000s as well. And Five Finger Death Punch. Okay. The other one we had was Imagine Dragons, but I didn't want to bring up that band. Okay, yeah. Uh, the idea of like him saying there's no bands is him saying in the rock, in the world, in rock the, top, world, in the yeah. top 40 hemisphere, None. in the charting hemisphere... There really aren't any bands There's running not. through, and it wasn't. It has been like that probably since the early 2010s is probably when it all started because they did have that little period where like bands like Mumford and Sons and bands like the Black Keys and bands like Fun, like bands who aren't very good, Kings of Leon, um, Kings of Leon, yeah, another crap band. Um, like <laughs> they all suck, but like they were kind. They were doing stuff on the charts before that. Of course, sure. we had you know the. Bands like 30 Seconds to Mars, bands like Maroon 5, bands like The Killers. And Food Fighters and stuff. Food Fighters, of course. Yeah, yeah, Food Fighters, like, occasionally they might still get a song on there. Well, they're the only ones that actually get Grammys and shit now, yeah, don't they? Exa- well, yeah. cause, because, That's because they've been there for 30 years. Yeah, and because, <laughs> like, name me, like, name me a modern-day rock band. They just aren't. There's not like, none you, of them. You always have to put something either side of the rock band. It's either post-rock or indie rock or stoner rock or anything Too like that. Too many subgenres just there. Just standard rock bands. Yeah. They just aren't, and especially in the charts. Adam Levine ain't wrong here. Like, there really aren't any bands in, in that kind of rock and roll world. There's no you know, more Dave, rock stars. Dave Grohl once said that um, your rock and roll's still there. You're just gonna look a bit harder to find them. I've been looking for a while, and they're in terms of rock bands, maybe Royal Blood count. Royal Blood, yeah, great band. Yeah, good band. Maybe they count good as a riffs. rock band, mm. but like they're like one of the they're one of the dying breed. Yep. If you really want to count Twenty One Pilots as a rock band, but you yeah, don't really, that's a stretch. Let's be honest. It's like they just aren't that anymore. We're mm. not in that period anymore. We're past that. Kanye West said in 2012, "Rap the new rock and roll. We the new rock stars." And it's been like that for a minute. And about three years later, we really realized that it had yeah. been like that for a minute. Like he kind of said, he very much um, was a premonition of what was to come. And now there really aren't any rock stars. Machine Gun Kelly said that we are rock star. Uh, rock and roll relies on rock stars, and that's a hundred percent true. And maybe Machine, Gun, maybe Machine Gun Kelly is that new guy coming through. I know a lot of people hate me saying that. And I don't particularly like saying that either. But it's like, he might be that guy coming through. You do have like the young bloods who, it's okay. Like they're doing a little bit. But they're trying. Yeah. Mod Sun's not doing too bad. But again, he's kind of like on that. They're kind of like a cross between emo rap and rock. Like they're kind of yeah. that, that little cross, which isn't a bad or a good thing. That's up to, you know, uh, what's the thing about the eye of the beholder bullshit? No, <laughs> go on, yes. Yes. Anyway, uh, Nate, let's move on. Pot shots, Nathan. Potties. Quick questions, quick answers. Uh, do you want to go first? Do you want me to go first? You go first, Tinkerin. Hyper Days Redux is better than Hyper Days, yay or nay? Oh, this is a great question. Um, I'll say... I don't have an opinion on this yet, mind you. So. That's all right. We'll, we'll probably talk about it after, but um, I'll say yay, but I'd like to explain that better later. Let's go. Let's do, let's do it now. Explain okay, it now. album review. So I think this is actually going to lead to better things for festivals and gigs going forward because normally when bands do features, you might get one every couple of albums and once in a blue moon, you'll be able to do a feature live. I think now they've got 11 different chances to get different artists on different bills, on different festivals, whether you're overseas, whether you're in Australia, doesn't matter where you are, can do like crossover tours and stuff and have a bloke come out on stage, female either, and come out and sing songs with them and it added something. It added like the, the, the best songs are still the best songs. It's no secret yeah. to that. That's not going to change. Did but you have a favorite 
in terms of the I features? I thought Bo or? back with um, Babylon. Yep. I thought that was really good. I thought Jamie didn't get enough time in his slave to the name. Yep. Um, I thought um, the Kadeem um, from Fran- from Load, sorry. Um, yep. That was really good. I thought that was yeah. I thought that was fantastic. The Echo Vandal um, feature was really good as well. But um, yeah. Overall, it was really smart because I think it was very clever to go away in lockdown last year and actually approach these bands who weren't doing anything who were also stuck and get features like this rather than just do a one-off or four songs like Northlane have done. It's really smart to do that because now you've got a fresh product, fresher songs, fresher yeah. take on these songs. And like I say, I think the best thing to take away is that you're going to get all these features live. And I love that. Like, yeah. get the cheeky, like at Coachella, you might get a cheeky rapper feature. And I was like, fuck yeah. But you wouldn't know like a, at, a, at a festival at the Shrey because there's not that many crossovers. But now... We've got an album full of them. And if you don't like it, it's one of those great things that now you can create your own little playlist, put the 11 tracks in and pick, you know, you can almost make a best of compilation now. You know, you can pick like five songs from the original album and six from the the Redux if you enjoy those ones more. And all of a sudden it becomes like this really incredible record. Like, and that, and Nathan, I can't believe you didn't um, mention that Up Late remix. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Sorry. Um, what do you got, man? Uh, for you, dude, I think, okay, sorry. CDs will be non-existent in the next three years. Yeah, and <laughs> oh, oh, don't kill me like that, Nathan. Um, no, I... Look, I don't know what C-Day sales are anymore. I can't remember the last... Look, even now, I, if I go into a JP, which is very rare these yes. days, um, I don't go to the CD section anymore. I just go to the vinyl section and I look very quickly and I'd probably move past it. Like, I don't really have many sections to look at at JB Hi-Fi anymore, which is kind of sad. I like JB. Used to love playing on the electric drum kit and annoying the shit out of everyone. I was garbage, but you know, it's okay. Um, I think that CDs still have a little bit of value to it. A little bit. Not much. I think they might last another... I don't know if I'll get to 2030. I don't think I will, actually. I mean, they might get five, maybe three to five years. I think you're probably bang on with that prediction. But uh, I can't. I think it's going to phase out like PlayStation 2 games did. I like it. I actually heard a nice interview during the week about it. Oh, what'd you get? It was actually on Triple J. It was, it was a certain artist. I don't remember her name, but they were talking about vinyls, how they've actually kind of become cool again to buy vinyls. And like they were talking about how that's how music initially was meant to be listened to and people are supporting that. And I think vinyls actually did outsell CDs last year. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So that's really, I think the CD is going to die. But um, Nick Brown. Yes. That's you. Me. Uh, Nathan, people's stamp of approvals these days are worse now than ever. Yeah or no? So the stamp of approval is a simple one uh, in the music world. Is It's something that you would recommend to a friend. Um, so, hey, check out this new album. So check, check out, out Beartooth. Yep. Yeah, check out Beartooth. Check out this new song. Check out this album in particular. Check out this band in particular. Yep. I think there's too many people who just love everything. And I think there's this idea of like the amount of people I hear. And like, look, if somebody recommended me the Your, this, Your Welcome album by Data Remember, automatic red flag. I would never take, like, because the idea of a stamp approval, some people's stamps are very reliable, right? Like a lot of people's stamps, they go, check this band out. And 95% of the time, I'm like, fuck, this is awesome. Right, and they're the best kind of stamps. They don't give it out too often, but when they do, it means something. There's too many people who give out stamps to fucking everything, yeah. and they go every single band are like fantastic. And in reality, that's not kind of true. <laughs> nah, yeah, and that's the thing. You've always got a group of mates that listen to the same kind of music that you do go to, and you do back when they actually recommend something. I got the Long Haired Beauty for that. The Long Haired yeah. Beauty has delivered plenty of pearls to the yeah. show over the good years. Good stamp of approval. Good stamp of approval is one that's a good one. And there's a couple of others I'm not going to name that aren't so yeah. good on the good scale. So you do, you pick, you choose your moments and your friends who actually listen to the right music that you're going to fit into for you. Because a lot of the time, as you say, we get an over like product. Uh, we, we get a lot of the same products. So actually picking the ones we like and picking the ones we don't like. Do you have any uh, like big red flag bands? Like if somebody, oh. if somebody comes up to you and you go, what do you listen to? And they say, if, if they said like Five Finger Death Punch, I'd be like, eh. 
straight away. I'm not gonna. If Eight you, years recommend, ago, maybe. If you recommended me something and someone <laughs> says five de- finger death punch, I'll be like, I'm not. I'm not never listening to it. No, exactly. Like, you know what I mean? And then the actual stamp of approval from that person disappears because you're like, what, what yeah. the fuck are that's you talking re- about? Huge red flag. I'm that's, out. I'm that, out. And that's, yeah, that's a hundred percent a yay. Mm. To you, Nick Brown, another one. Tynan yes. from Deadlights has a better clean voice than Jacob from Thornhill. Yay or nay? Oh, good question. Um, who I wanna that's uh, the Thornhill song. I uh, can't remember what it's called. Views from the Sun. That's a good song. Views. Um, and I do like Tynan's voice. I must admit, like, I think Jacob from Thornhill has a much more range. I think Tynan has bigger range. Bigger range? He's got a high, higher? Range, much higher pitch. High pitch and all that shit. But like, I think um, Jacob. He's the thing that gets Jacob is I think he's in a really good range in the sense I think it's much more accessible for people. In terms of better, I think this new Deadlights album will probably answer the question for us. I want to see how much Tynan actually has to his game, other than it's just going high as fuck. Like it's great, like it's awesome, but like at what point do you just become like another R and stringer or something like that? So that's kind another of another R and now it's not a bad thing to become another R. Another R. Another idol, Nick. Idol of the scene, they say. But at the moment I'd say I'd say Jacob still has him. Just but you are much. I like mine. Nathan Maths is doing Booker dirty. Yeah or nay? Oh, I don't think so. I don't think it's actually painting her in the light I thought it was going to be. Like, I thought it would be painted her being a musician a bit more than what it is. But from that, I think exposure is good exposure for her at this but stage. she's not getting any. Well, Have you seen the, the screen time she gets? It's fucking minimal. <laughs> the problem with that show is it's all about the personalities and the people that are fighting more so than the mm. people that are actually liking each other. So, because she's getting on with her partner right now, the scream time isn't there. It's like that boring young couple. Like, yeah. they're, they're Patrick and that chick they're never on there because the the biggest fight they had the other day was because he ate an apple wrong and like he was eating it with his mouth open or some shit and she's like please don't do that that was their biggest fight and so all these other couples are getting talked apple eating bastards apple eating bastards <laughs> exactly right so unfortunately for booker on that show it's all about fucking controversy and that so at the moment until she has a fight and something wrong with her boyfriend and find something damn it she's not going to get the time nick i'm an i'm an avid watcher of the damn show damn it booker next right. next step it's like she caught wind of it like a few bit into the show and she's just like <laughs> Setting shit on fire. <laughs> just like she starts making lovey, the lovey eyes at a couple of the other boys. That's yeah. actually, there's a couple of little um, rumors and little tiffs in between a couple of couples. Oh, I'm there, excited, Nick. man. I think they're going to do swaps in this series. Greatest show ever. Uh, Nick Brown, yes. um, this isn't a yay or nay. Yep. So during the week, all right? Yep. So a guy at work, one of our warehouse workers, comes up to me and yep. um, I'm listening to my tunes. And I'm just I'm listening to a random playlist and I'm enjoying myself. And he goes, oh, there's a song off there. That was from a certain soundtrack. And then he actually goes, I've got a favorite soundtrack that I listened to over the lockdown. Heaps and heaps and heaps. Okay. It's from a movie. Yep. Called Scorpion King. Okay. Yep. So I put this soundtrack on at work. Yep. And I listened to it. So I was transported immediately back to my childhood. Wrestling days. Now, Nick, I'll ask you. What are your three favorite movie soundtracks, mate? That is of all time. That is a mental thing to say because I can't. I've written, I couldn't name you fucking one. I've written. Okay. Th- I've written three down that I think you would say. Talladega Nights has click click boom in it from Saliva. That's a winner from my eyes. Um, Grease. <laughs> and what's another high school musical? One. Probably the best high school. I got musical. one out of the three. Okay, what was the? What? I had Bring It On. I thought you'd definitely fall for that. Yeah, one it's of the, pretty good. One of the cool ones. I thought Blade, a couple of yeah. a bit of fry fry. I thought that was a really good one there for you. I had the Condemned, which actually had a cool little soundtrack. Stone <laughs> Cold Steve Austin, one of the greatest movies ah, of all time. Not bad. Actually got ripped off there for a major, major movie trilogy franchise. Actually, that one. Yeah, there you go. The Hunger Games. They stole the idea of the Condemned and they ran with it. Yeah, well, we'll see you in court, I guess. <laughs> Condemned 2, guys, on Amazon Prime. You should definitely watch Fuck it. Fuck it uh, Dave, do I have a quiz? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh, God, Nick Brown, a quiz. Okay, yes. Okay, Nick Brown, true or false? Yes. Australia is wider than the moon. 
Australia is wider than the moon. Do we know how wide the moon is? I do. You know it. I've got the... Um, you this. researched it yourself or you got it off the internet? Uh, I researched it. I don't believe anything off the internet. Nathan. Okay, fair enough. So fair uh, I'm going to say that Australia is not wider than the moon. Ah, it's a fair call. It's wrong. It's wrong? It's false. Australia's so Australia is 4,000 kilometers in diameter, yeah, apparently. that's what they say. In diameter, Some yeah. people say Australia doesn't exist. Oh, so, I know. don't think it, <laughs> the Earth is flat too, Nick. you got to remember that. But um, the moon is apparently 3,200 kilometers. In Interesting. Europe. So I actually, looking at the moon, it looks like it's a lot bigger than Australia. So I reckon this theory is fucking wrong. So I reckon you might be right there. I'll claim it to you. Nick <laughs> Brown, the offspring have sold how many records worldwide? A, 20 yep. million. Yep. B, 25 million. Yep. C, 30 million. Yep. Or D, 40 million. I'm going to say 40 million records. Correct, Nick Brown. Well done to you. They released a song the other day. What was it? Um, good Times and Bad Rock and Roll or some shit like that. I can't remember what it's called. That sounds like a fucking good tune there right now. I'll have a it was bad. To- <laughs> yeah, it was. Okay, Nick Brown, name me five songs by Asking Alexandria. Oh, okay. Um, the Death of Me. Uh, Killing You. The Final Episode. Um, not the American Average. And... Um, you love me for oh, that might be one of those ones I've already said. Um, I'm struggling on the fifth. Nah, don't know. Give me, just give me a couple. Don't pray for me. Don't pray for me. Good song. I think that's the song that you were singing. Yeah, I think it bit. was. Actually. Yeah. Um, you got um the black, which was the first single off without Danny. Yep. A prophecy. Um, was a big one. Um, to yep. the stage. So killing you. Did you say killing you? Yeah, I did. Yeah, somewhere, someone somewhere was a decent song. Into the fire of one of the newer um. Things run free, which I thought was run um free. yeah, Good classic song. from back in the day. But there's a few for you right Good there. Up. Well done, you did pretty Good well album. then. Good band. I got a band's top ten songs are really good asking Alexandria. 100%. Yeah. They're one of those bands that would be cool to see at a Unifier. Absolutely. They'd be, I'd they'd, love to see if them. If you're listening out there, Unifier If they were playing, like, I don't want to say just playing an old school set because I haven't really heard much of their new stuff. Yeah. But like, they're, like, they had a really good like stretch. Even the album without Danny was actually quite good. The Black like, was great. It's actually like, I know the, the singer, the singer like, started yeah. trying to rip off fans and selling yeah. tickets for a shit ton of money. Yeah. But like, you know, it was a good album still. <clears throat> this is a little tongue twister for you, Nick Brown. Oh, yeah. Tongue twisters. Nick Brown, yep. say Unique New York really quickly eight times in a row for me, please. Why? What's the fucking point? Five <laughs> times. I just want to hear it. Unique New York. Quicker. I'm fucking working all right, up so to all it. All right. All right. Unique New York. Unique New York. New York. New York. New York. New York. Unique. 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 New York. New York. New York. New York. New York. New York. New Did I get it? Is that a win? Is that a victory? That's one in two points for Brownie right there. Thank you very much. I'm claiming it. You can win. My BPM was rising, Nate. I was like a BPM counter going up. Sensational. It's better than the Fetch the Anista just one. That was a fucking amazing time. That was Nick. Who am I? I'm an international man with two names. International band with two names asking... Alexandria. Great guess, but no, you named them last week, potentially. Um, I'm from the UK. Uh, asking Alexandria. My name comes from a state of sleep in, my dis- in the description of an area of land within countries. Description? Um, what? My, a state of sleep. S- a state of sleep. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Another clue. I'm on UNFD and put out bangers. I'm on UNFD and put out bangers. A UK band who puts out bangers on UNFD. That doesn't sound about right. Um, <laughs> was that a dig? Was that a dig? I don't, I don't know. know. Not too was sure. It? Yeah. Um, I'm still. I'm still in trouble though. Is that it? Is that last quiz? Ah, uh, Dream State. Ah, oh, true. Yeah, I do like Dream State. You did say them and guess them last week. Did that was, I guess your, was your first guess one of them last week. Really? Very proud of you. But um, there yeah, you go. That's all right. But yeah, okay. Nick six. Which of these albums haven't been produced by Will Putney? Okay. A Low Teens by Every Time. Oh, okay. 
B Carnivore by Body Count. Oh, okay. C Singularity by Northlane. Oh, okay. Or D Subliminal Criminals from Straight from the Path. I'm gonna say Singularity, but I'm not confident. I know Body Count was yes. Um, I think A was whatever that one was. One of the greatest albums of all time. Yeah, yeah low teens. Mm. I think that was. Yeah. Um, so I think it's between the uh, the other two. Mm, the two S's. I'm gonna say it's from Northlane. I'm gonna say Northlane. You go Northlane. Yeah, I'm not 100, percent but I'm going Northlane. Okay, fair call. Cool. Yeah. Uh, actually, it was impossible to get because it was a trick question. They were all produced by Will Putney and Nick Brown. I thought you might have got... Sorry, that's bad. It's a bad look you're giving me. Okay, I haven't done that in a while. I'm sorry. I take it back. You get the point. Nick, name me six songs by Deez Nuts, please. Stop looking at me like that. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, I'm not going to name... Yeah, that's fair enough. Stay stay true. Stay gold. <laughs> I'll pay that just because it was a silly question before. Uh, face this on my own. Yes. About it. Yeah. Popular demand. Yes. Um, What's that for second song? DTB, 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 FL forever. Word life. This is basic thugonomics as well. That's a good song. That counts because that's a John Cena song and I love it. Word out, word out, word. Something, word is bond. Sorry, word is bond. Word is bond, yes. one I was thinking of. Stay true. Crooked smile, purgatory. Yeah, exactly. This one's for you. I got them all. Shut up to shut up to shut up. I got enough. Yesterday. I fucking got them. Sorry. Yeah, I was just thinking about Unbanded Brothers. But Nick, hey, who am I? I'm an international man with two names. Shut up. Um, asking Alexandria. <laughs> <laughs> they're my they're my Ocean Grove internationals That's now. One. Okay, no. Um, I can be labelled a gimmick band, but have an amazing fan base. Oh, baby metal, baby. Let's do it. My <laughs> name comes from something you give in a wrestling ring and a person's last name with an S on the end of it. Um, something about a wrestling ring I heard. John, no. Um, John Laronitis. Rev Theory. There we go. Am I correct? Incorrect, no, but Nick, no. my songs have been included famously in both The Departed and on Nitro Circus. Um. Dropkick Murphy's. Is that it? Dropkick Murphy's. Correct, Nick Brown. Well played to you. Good stuff. Nick, what is the most profitable film of all time? Okay. Is it A, Paranormal Activity? Profitable film. B. Okay. The Room. The Room. Okay. C, The Blair Witch Project. Okay. Or D, Jaws. Are you going profitable as in like... See, I would assume like Avatar or something like yeah, that. Yeah, well, that's made the most money, but this is profitable, which means the lowest amount to make a movie to make okay. money. Okay. Okay. So, Paranormal Activity was made for fuck all. Mm. Um, so was Blair Witch. Mm. I, I can't remember the other two, so I'm going to say it's one of those two. Mm. Um, I am going to go... Paranormal was pretty massive. Big movie. And it came out later. But Blair Witch was advertised as real. And gotcha. I think that got a lot of people invested. Suck being. Um, I'm going to say Paranormal. Correct, Nick Brown. Yeah. Well played. So that was made on a budget of 60K. Yep. It was produced to market like the film 400K. So it was 460 to get it out there. Made 190 mil. Oh. No wonder they made fucking all those sequels. <laughs> <laughs> and it's made $800 million from a budget of about 70 mil. So it's done its trick. And it's yeah, it's got about, I think it's six films now. So. There's a franchise for you. Saw got, how many did Saw get? Saw get seven or eight? Saw got seven, and then they brought back the Jigsaw movie. Yeah, so, so that's And they got another one coming out too, with like Samuel Jackson and Chris Rock. Fuck, we'll have to watch it. It's like, it's called Jig. I think it's just called Jigsaw. No, I don't know what it's called. We have to fall in where the Saw movies are and watch them in a marathon. No, no, if I can't handle that much blood and guts. Well, guess what? You know, you know blood and guts. I brought it up before the, 
the show, Nick. What? Lord of the Rings on Netflix now, one, two, and three, right there for you. I did watch. see that. Yeah. How good is that? Man, they're long movies. Watch it? Oh, dead God, no. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe What's the bit. best Lord of the Rings movie? I think the first one's probably the best one. Fellowship. A lot of people love the third one, mm. but I also think the second one has the best battle scene. Well, of course. The, in, I, I know there's going to be, it's called something, the battle of something, but it's just the battle of the orphan <laughs> and, and Gimli to me. <laughs> Gimli. <laughs> what a name. Is that what he's counting him and Legolas are yeah, counting? Yeah, counting. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then some elf dies that like got introduced 20 minutes earlier and we're all supposed yeah, to on. care. I'm like, I don't give a shit about yeah, this elf. I'm like, well, what's Gimli up to? He's like, 727! <laughs> I'm like, Gimli! What a <sighs> shit name. How disappointing was The Hobbit? Oh, first one was decent. The, the second the third, third one, one. The third one was god awful. I can't even remember the second one. I just remember the second third one was one the desolation of Smog. So yeah, they which ended with Smog. Why didn't they just literally the first minute of the next movie was Smog dying? dying I was yeah. like, what are the fucking? What was that at the end of the second one? That was the whole point of oh, that movie, dude, Nick. That Battle of Five Armies was fucking abysmal. Billy Connolly was in it, Nick. He rode it on a pig. <laughs> Did you see that part? Oh god, sorry. Back <sighs> to music. Anyway, uh, no three sixty news, mate. Yes, okay. Back to 360 News. Nick, we've got a couple of releases from the week. Um, the, the Probably the most important one here would be the Waybridge song. Yes. New track called Hole. So what did you think of this, Nick? I really like Waybridge. And I really like this song because Waybridge are a good band. And I'm excited because they have a single release show at Stay Gold, which everyone should go ahead and buy tickets to. Oh, yes. Um, which will hopefully sell out. And they have good supports. Yeah, I don't know who they are, but I'm sure they're good. So I've got written here, great band, great song. Sean is an amazing vocalist. Yep. Um, the song stays in your head. It's one of those songs really good like that. Um, another band that I said see, means needs to be seen, sorry, live yeah. to appreciate how good they actually are. So Absolutely. Nick, the date for that show and, uh, that you're talking a, about? And a Canatelli band as well. Yeah, so what's the business name that he goes by? Uh, Coach Canatelli is all yeah, I Coach, know. Yeah, no, so I have no fucking clue what it's going to get in contact with him. But um, April 9 is the show at Stay Gold. So that's going to be with Parkwood, Vatic and Snark. So that's a headliner show for them. It's going to be really good to see. Um, weird name for a band, Snark. Sounds like my fucking alter ego. Yeah, don't know if you that makes any that. sort of sense. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't think it does at all, Nick Bramman. A couple of other things. Full Tilt has gone global or national. Or sorry. Again, it's gone <laughs> it's to Adelaide. It's going to Hungary, Budapest. <laughs> We're going to New Zealand. But um, it's actually popped up for a date on July 17 at Adelaide now. So, so far, we've got three dates. Brisbane, June 12th. Yep. And then July 3rd for Melbourne. And now July 17 for Adelaide. So, decently spread out. What do you think? Uh, good on you, Adelaide. Um, sell, buy fucking tickets. Do not complain about why gigs don't come to you and then don't buy tickets when they do come to you, you greedy bastards. Um, the reason why Mel- That's summed them up. The reason why Melbourne <laughs> and Brisbane and Sydney as well are the best, but Sydney are kind of copping it at the moment. The reason why we're the best and we always get the gigs is because we sell tickets and we buy tickets. Not us, but we get door spots. Um, <laughs> I hope I need to write an email. Um, yeah. yeah, I'm excited. I, I might. Go. We should go to this if I we can get. If we can get. Oh, I can't go. I'm going away that weekend. Oh, where you off to? I'll talk to you after the show. Oh okay. no! There might be a little um getaway. You, you might enjoy it, but um I'll Ooh. talk to you. But um Nick I Brown, like another it. couple of shows announced was from Alpha Wolf this week. So Alpha Wolf popped up yes. doing four shows in Victoria. So I bought a sh- ticket to the show at the Suki Bar Lounge in Belgrave. So yep. that will be um the fourth of May. I mean April, sorry. So it's going to be a really good show. And um, Vengeance are along for the ride there doing the four dates. So it's the first time you get to see Quiet Place to Die songs live. We got to see Akidama when they played with Polaris at the Forum, but 
This is the first time to properly see a few more of those songs live. I'm excited about this. What do you reckon? Absolutely. Vengeance was my favorite WWE pay-per-view growing up. So I bought the I, video I, for that. Yeah, How absolutely. Good. <laughs> so, so good. Had a good song. I'm pretty sure it was um, Adrenaline. Um, Gavin Rossdale was, this, was the theme song really? for that. Might have been that was for Unforgiven, one of the two. I like it. I'm a fan. Nah, it should be good. I'm seeing the... Fr- I think I'll be going to the Frankston show. I've got a ticket for the Frankston show. Yeah, the show, Friday night. So, That'd be yeah. good. Yeah, nice. Good shit. Yeah, um, Short Stack, Nick. The greatest band in Australian... Emo history, we'll say. I don't know about scene that. Scene history, yeah. No? yeah, yeah. We'll go scene. We'll history. go scene history. Yeah, pop it up. But um, Nick, they've been signed to UNFD during the week, and they've got a new track called "Burn You Down." Did you get a chance to listen to it, Nick? I have heard it. I have. It's all right. It's fine. Um, I understand why people are going on about it. Um, it's good. Like it's a it's a completely um competent track. It's not incredible by any stretch. Um, I like it's not as bad as you know when they signed Silverstein just to put them on Unify, but like. I'm assuming they'll play Unify 2022. I think they're a great yep. addition to a, a oh, Unify yeah. festival yep. because they are a great festival band because sure. they have all these good the nostalgia songs. songs. Absolutely. Yep. It's perfect fucking shit. Like, it, it writes itself, man. Um, but yeah, good shit. Good shit for you, um, Short Stack. Hope they come out with some good shit. Yeah. Oh, so they did a small release show, the little buggers during the week with Red Hook. Sold out immediately, basically, up in Sydney. But um, yeah, hopefully we're going to see them on the road again soon. Chase Atlantic, Nick, listen to any of the music? I have. New album this week, so dropped out called Beauty in Death. Twelve tracks. What do we think? I haven't heard it. Yeah. <laughs> I've listened to it a little bit. It's um not bad. There's a few it's a different kind of style that I normally listen to, but it's an easy listen. That's yeah. probably the best way to put it. Um Being as an Ocean Nick, um they released a pretty good album, I think it was twenty eighteen. Man, that's a long time ago. Twenty seventeen? Yeah. Yeah, it was ages ago. But um they got a new song called Catch the Wind. I really like this song. Yep. This is actually a really good song. So they've put themselves back on the map, which is good to see. Reside put a remix out of In This Moment, The Summer. Oh, I haven't actually heard it either. Okay, it's um, it good. Oh, it's all right. It's, nah, okay. yeah, it's not too bad. Um, Escape the Fader got a new song called Unbreakable. It's decent. Arteries, Heavy Band got a new song called Play Nice. Pretty cool track. And Nick, rumors next week are popping up with a song with the meme lord and meme king himself, Will King, on a song called Neurosis. So mm. that is something to look out for next week. And yeah, we'll probably play that on the, the midweek breakdown and... Yeah, it's been a good week in music, so a couple of good releases, especially The Void of Vision, Redux, and... Um, and you're welcome, Nathan. Oh, uh, well, yeah, memorable. Memorable. Yeah, me- a memorable it's album. A memorable release week. Put that in the fucking archives, eh? Fucking hell. What March a- 20, Nick. What an album. March 20, Static Revenue. Static Rev. Uh, what We Did in the Weekend, Some Heard Trouble, yeah. playing in some sort of order, don't know what time anything's happening, DJ rock up at midday, we'll be playing at 9pm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but get in line, lines will be big. Um, get your tickets... At Eventbrite, buy them in the link below um, the description of this pod. I think it's like ten bucks. Like it's fuck. Yeah, all. it's, it's not, just, not a lot. It's literally just to cover cost of hiring. Yeah. Um, we're getting paid in ketamine, so we don't get actual money, which no. is like good and bad. Mm. Like we just have to make sure we don't take it before the show. Oh, imagine if I if I hopped into a K hole. Oh my god, don't know. Wouldn't that be the best? No, it wouldn't. Nah, sounds good to yeah, me. Fuck. Let's go. Okay, living in the K hole, baby. It's <laughs> my new my new album coming you, out. <laughs> you climb the walls of the venue again. Oh. Wouldn't it be great? Yeah, it probably would be great. Nah, okay. But uh, good to see you, Nath, as always. I good, feel to, so- good to hear everybody's voices through the mics. I can hear the anticipation coming for this show. I'm worried about next week. What's what's next week? No cricket to look forward to. Oh, no, no cricket highlights. I'll tell you who won the grand final, but... Uh, Who's in the granny? Did uh, Pierce sell get in? No, they got, they got ah, beaten. Fuck it. Beaten by about 50 runs. Yeah. So, like, so Mount Eliza the team beat. I thought Mount Eliza were the best. I didn't play Hastings, but I think yeah. I think if they can get one of those two out, then they'll probably win. But who knows? That's pressure. how grand final cricket, pressure. Cricket's a crazy sport, Nathan. Pretty shit sport, but it's pretty crazy That's as right. well. New recruit next year. Nick. Oh, shut the fuck up, Nathan. You got to go through a massive process of not training and never. <laughs> you know what the worst part was at get the start of the season. I'm like, I made five of my first game, two of my next, and they're like, they're like, oh. 
I'm like, Nick, I thought you'd be getting better. I'm like, how am I supposed to get better? I haven't played in seven years. I haven't played in so long. And also, you don't train. We don't have any yeah, training. How bastards. am I supposed to get better when you're putting me against the new ball three overs into an innings? I'm like, put me down the order. Nah, Brownie, we just like, we all just want you to put the uh, put the bat in and just uh, shut the fuck up. Anyway, good to talk to you, Nave. Good, good for everyone shit. the listening. Um, Sidetracked coming out this week. It was The last episode was great. Uh, and also a weekly breakdown. And I don't think anything else is coming up. I don't know. We'll work it out. I might yeah. try and organize an interview for us. Maybe. Nice. Maybe. I don't know. Who gives a fuck? Anyway, see you, gang.